It's Friday, May 19th, 2023. Welcome to episode 53 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. I'd like to start by taking a moment to say thank you to all of our listeners. Just last week, we hit a major milestone, 10,000 downloads. And it's all thanks to you. Keep spreading the word. In this edition of the Postcast, the city is looking for your input on proposed changes to Grand Street. South Shore renters get a reprieve. Studio 23 celebrates 10 years. The Food Bank players continue their tour of Alameda's parks. Congratulations to Faction Brewing on a couple of big wins. And Alameda is set to welcome a 116-year-old guest. These stories and more on this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Our top story. The first time we mentioned the upcoming improvements to Grand Street was all the way back in episode one. The city is now seeking your input as they discuss the design alternatives and phasing options to improve safety on the entire Grand Street corridor from Shoreline Drive all the way to Clement Avenue. You can be part of a community workshop that runs Wednesday, May 31st from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the Mastic Senior Center. A short staff presentation on the proposed Grand Street pavement resurfacing and safety improvements will be followed by an open house with snacks and a children's coloring table. The pavement rehabilitation project will be designed to provide fewer potholes, improved ride quality, pavement that is more easily maintained, updated striping and signage, and improved curb ramps, curbs, and gutters. The planned project also includes a great many safety improvements, high visibility crosswalks, flashing beacons for pedestrians at Wood School and the intersections of Grand and San Antonio and Grand and San Jose, separated bike lanes, enhanced bus stops by Shoreline Drive and Wood School, and narrower travel lanes to encourage slower vehicle speeds. One area that has raised a few eyebrows and actually resulted in a pending lawsuit, the reduction of on-street parking to implement these various safety features. So now is the time to make your voice heard. Again, Wednesday, May 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mastic Senior Center. There will be additional opportunities in June. For details, see alamedapost.com news. Last week on the postcast, I reported that South Shore apartment residents were upset with an attempt by the owners to recover approximately $24 million of capital improvement costs through rent increases. Last Thursday, the City Council held a special meeting on the topic. At stake, the Capital Improvement Plan, or CIP, application submitted by Blackstone Incorporated, the owners of South Shore. In his presentation to the Council, Bill Chapin, director of the Alameda Rent Program, estimated that South Shore tenants would be charged an additional $72 to $108 per month, depending on the type of apartment. Some residents complained that the work that was done under the auspices of the CIP was shoddy and objected to the idea of having to pay twice in order to have a poor job repaired. In Alameda, rent in multifamily properties may only be increased every 12 months by the Annual General Adjustment, or AGA, a value calculated annually based on the Consumer Price Index. Under certain circumstances, landlords may increase rents above AGA, one of those circumstances, a capital improvement plan application. In the end, the council voted 3-1 to one for a temporary moratorium on CIP applications retroactive to July of 2022 to include South Shore's application. The temporary moratorium will allow council time to consider revisions to the city's CIP policy while halting additional potentially disruptive CIP applications in the meantime. Councilmember Trish Herrera-Spencer cast the dissenting vote with Malia Vela absent. For an in-depth look at this story and how all the numbers fit together, see Ken Durr's article at alamedapost.com news. Back in 2013, Jessica and Wesley Warren founded Studio 23. The Encinal Avenue Gallery has since become one of the anchors of the Alameda art scene, spearheading events like the Second Friday Art Walks and the Alameda Summer Art Fair and Maker Market. They are getting ready to celebrate their first decade in style at Studio 23. 
To honor this milestone, Studio 23, 3-Dot Art Gallery and the Red Door have joined forces to present an impressive exhibition featuring artists from their celebrated East Bay Artist Books. This special event promises an evening filled with art, live music, appetizers, and an artist discussion panel. It all happens this Saturday, May 20th from 7 to 10 p.m. The suggested donation, a sliding scale $5 to $20, with proceeds going towards the continuing work of Art Push. For a look at all of Saturday's happenings, see Adam Gillett's article at alamedapost.com features. Sometimes you go to see the art, and sometimes the art comes to you. That's the case this month, as the Food Bank Players has quite literally taken their show on the road with their latest production entitled The Double Feature, The Most Lamentable Comedy and Most Cruel Death of Pyramus and Thisbe, and A Midsummer Night's Dream. This past weekend, I caught part of the show in Franklin Park, where the players performed Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, after having opened last weekend at the Healing Gardens. This weekend, the troupe heads to Lincoln Park on High Street, Friday and Saturday at 6, with a Sunday matinee at 2. Next weekend, the show closes after two performances at Tillman Park. Food Bank Players founder and post writer Gene Kahane is having fun as part of the cast, and he took some time out to review the show from a truly insider's perspective. I have to concur with Gene. Based on what I saw from both cast and the audience, you won't want to miss this delightful spectacle as the Food Bank Players continue their mission of theater with a purpose. So far, the players have raised over $14,000 to benefit the Alameda Food Bank. Find Gene's review along with showtimes and addresses at alamedapost.com features. Congratulations are in order for Faction Brewing out on Alameda Point. They returned from the World Beer Cup with a pair of medals, a gold in the International Pale Ale category for their Pale 586, and a silver in the Schwartz Beer category for Black Hoodie. This is really quite an honor as this year's World Beer Cup featured 2,376 breweries from 51 countries, with 10,213 beers entered in 103 categories. The entries were double-blind evaluated by 272 judges from 26 countries. I've been chatting with the folks at Faction in the wake of their big win. Should have an article for you at alamedapost.com very soon. Once again, congratulations to Faction. On the subject of beer, Alameda's reputation as a beer town is growing. This July, Humble Sea Brewing of Santa Cruz is opening a tap room in the storehouse lofts on Alameda Point, the same area as the new Salt Breaker restaurant. Humble Sea won't be brewing on premise, but the site is the fifth location for the brand and the second in the Bay Area, joining their Pacifica location. This Wednesday saw a rousing start for the latest exhibit at the Alameda Free Library. Overflowing with Hope, the hidden history of Japanese Americans in Alameda open to standing room only. The deeply detailed exhibit documents the Japanese-American community in Alameda and how it was broken up with residents forcibly removed and incarcerated in internment camps during World War II. The exhibit will be open to the public through July 15th, part of a three-year initiative of the Alameda Japanese-American History Project, a partnership between the library, Buena Vista United Methodist Church, the Buddhist Temple of Alameda, Densho, the Internet Archive, and Rhythmics Cultural Works. For a look at the opening festivities, see alamedapost.com features. You never know where Alameda's going to show up. This one's a bit weird, but I just had to share. If you're into the history of extreme rock music, allow me to recommend the documentary Murder in the Front Row, the San Francisco Bay Area thrash metal story. You can find it on Amazon Prime's freebie service. What does this have to do with Alameda? Turns out that when thrash metal pioneers Exodus added lead vocalist Paul Bailoff, one of the new lineup's very first gigs was here on the island, September 16, 1982. The venue, Ducal Palace at 1821 Webster Street. You know that address today is Chef's Walk. If any of you ever attended any shows at Ducal, I'd love to hear about it. Shoot me a note at podcast at alamedapost.com. I wanted to take a moment on behalf of all dog owners here on Alameda to once again ask for your help. Our wet winter has produced a bumper crop, not only of flowers, but of foxtail grasses. 
When they turn brown, these grasses are very dangerous to our four-legged friends as the dry bits contain barbs that can work their way into paws and noses, causing serious veterinary issues. So thanks for keeping them mowed down and cleaned up, or better yet, pulled out entirely. In June, Alameda set to welcome a 116-year-old guest, Hercules, the 1907 steam tugboat that's part of the San Francisco Maritime National Historical Park will be in dry dock in Alameda for some preservation work. Speaking of history, Dennis Evanoski and Adam Gillett have been busy. They've scheduled our next nine walking tours, and that will take us all the way to October. The next tour is Sunday, May 28th, and Saturday, June 3rd. It's entitled Determining Architectural Styles. Learn all about the various styles here on the island and impress your friends when you are able to explain what differentiates a porch from a stoop. To reserve your tickets and see what's in store on the upcoming tours, visit alamedapost.com tours. Alamedapost.com slash events, your source for things happening all across the island. Christ Episcopal Church presents their second annual community art show Sunday, May 21st, last weekend, a big success. Show is open to the public. Proceeds benefit the Midway Shelter. As we mentioned earlier, the Food Bank players will be at Lincoln Park this weekend. Got a bunch of papers to shred? Head over to 2221 Harbor Bay Parkway as Kelly Lux of State Farm presents their annual free community shredding event. Pro Shred's mobile shredding truck will be on hand. Remove the binder clips, but staples and paper clips can stay put. Also, no photos or x-rays. Saturday from 9 until noon. Alameda Point Collaborative's 11th Annual Fundraising Farm-to-Table Luncheon is this Sunday at 1 p.m. Eat some great locally sourced food and help a great cause. Again, details on these events at alamedapost.com events. Thanks for supporting local news for Alameda. Join us as a member, alamedapost.com memberships. Remember, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Mastodon, as well as our own subreddit. Find the postcast wherever you get your podcasts, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday with episode 54 of the Alameda Postcast. <laughs>